0: Just to lead me on. Should've known better than that. Thought it was right, but I read it wrong. Didn't think you would come back. And leave again just to lead me on. Wouldn't have let you do it if I thought it was going on all along. You knew it. You played me like a cover song.
1: Welcome back to the Rage Rowdy Podcast with Nicky T, Johnny G, and our guest, Jordan Fletcher. Hey, what's up, guys? Jordan, thanks so much for uh, for being with us today, man. Yeah, man, I'm glad that we get to do it. Yeah, so we are currently sitting in the Bluestone in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, uh, a long so, ways from home.
0: Yeah, man, it's a great venue. Is this your first time here? Uh, honestly, um, I, I guess it's been a year now when I used to just sell merch with Muscadine. Yeah. I, uh, we're actually right back there. I was I was standing there, it was about a year ago, so that was the first time I'd been here. But this is the first time I play it. So awesome. yeah, and they got a great sound system. So just sent, but just by judging my sound check, it's gonna be at least a real good sound, you know. Yeah. Hope I don't screw up. You it's know? a
1: really cool venue. They call it what the the other church of country music. Yeah, I saw that. They got a sign like right over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really cool venue here in Columbus. Um, yeah, great acoustics. I've seen probably two or three shows a year out here. It's about a three hour drive from where I live. Okay, so, yeah. That. That's yeah. awesome. So yeah, let's talk, let's talk about you, man. So let's talk about, uh, let's talk about me. What yeah. You want to know? <laughs> so let's talk about like growing up. So you grew up in the Jacksonville, Florida area.
0: I did. I sure did. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I grew up, it's a little South of Jacksonville, but yeah, uh, the Jacksonville area for, for most people that that's familiar to them, but, um, little ways from the beach right next to the river. I actually grew up as a drummer. Uh, you know, I didn't really start singing until, uh, Honestly, I was about nineteen, and, and our, my buddy Ryan Nelson, you you know him. know we Ryan well. He uh he he was like, hey man, you should probably you know try singing. We were at like a party one time, and I was singing. He was like, is that you? I was like, because I was like playing, and it was just like I was like somewhere else in this. He's like, yeah, is that you singing? I was like, yeah. And he was like, yeah, come on over the house. I've been writing songs and all that stuff, and he he was doing that. And so <clears throat> I I went over there, and I guess I just got the bug, you know. How old were you guys at that point? Oh man, we were in college. I was probably. Um, eighteen or nineteen. Okay. When when I first kind of like perked my ear up to songwriting and singing in general, you know, I was just a drummer and I picked the guitar a little bit because you know everybody's got a guitar, right? <laughs> so um,
2: yeah, it was just it was it was kind of out of nowhere, you know. Yeah, and then so how long before you moved to Nashville, or is that recent? Or
0: yeah, man, I moved when I was 22. So I started, um, I guess, riding around like right at 19, and then I moved up at 22. I, I left school. Dropped out. I had about a year left, and it was—I don't know—it was like God was like, "Yeah, bro, you probably got to go do something else." Time I, to be a national. Yeah, player. I don't know what it was. It was, and then and Ryan and, and our other buddy Chris—they would moved up here like a, like a year and a half prior. Is that Dober Chris? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, we know him too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people do. Dude, yeah. that's those are those are some real good friends of mine. Yeah, we grew up together. So, yeah, it's, it just was so a, a combination of you know encouragement from friends and family and just kind of just I've, I've always been in the music just not as like someone up front i just always playing you know what i mean right so yeah it's, it was kind of an odd turn and, and then i got up to nashville and the rest is kind of history you know?
1: yeah i mean you've been doing big things up here i mean as in terms of uh you know music we heard your first song on spotify is where we originally found you oh uh, yeah the same way we found ryan you know yeah yeah <laughs> and then uh Went down the, you know, the YouTube field from there. Yeah, right. <laughs> to find more music. Yeah, there's then, plenty
0: of stuff up there. I had a, an early, early project that I did, like, right when I was – actually, right before I moved up um, to Nashville. And um, it, it was on Spotify and all that. But, you know, it's just, like, especially when you're starting to do more and, like, get more opportunities – um, you just want to make sure that what's out there represents you right to the fullest and that's not to say that that wasn't good It was just a matter of being like, you know like as as taking this next step forward wanting to be the best representation of myself yeah, and, and Yeah, and the earliest yeah. stuff doesn't always necessarily mean, you know doesn't show that but that being said it's on YouTube So if you want yeah. to see <laughs> it, you can go see it, you know, we actually I
1: just had Ryan send me a song that you guys wrote um, Which one? Call it what you will. Oh yeah, almost dude. had like a Jack Johnson vibe. Absolutely, Yeah dude. It was cool. yeah. That he was, just sent it to me this week.
0: Yeah, dude. We got a way. bunch of those that that got recorded that we just we didn't do anything with. There's just a whole whole treasure trove of them. That's it. Just fun you know stuff I mean? like that. Yeah, yeah. We were just having. I mean, you just learn. You know, when you first start. I mean, I'm still learning, obviously. Yep. When you first start writing, it's like with any other instrument. It's like, you know, you got to get comfortable with it before you can express yourself. And I think we were, it was like that, it was like there was no plans, there was nothing. It was like, I was on the road with, like, drumming with Job, and yeah. and Ryan was playing bass with Job and all that stuff. And, I mean, I didn't even know if I was going to sing or not. And we just were getting stuff off our chest, you know, singing, just making music, learning how to write them. And some of them ended up being pretty cool. And, you yeah. know, we had buddies that had studios, and so we'd mess around in the studio. But, yeah, a lot of those, they just... They're kind of for friends to get to just kind of sit around and listen to.
1: Well, I mean, half the process is just getting the creative juices flowing. Oh, dude, that's so so much of it. Just raps, Right. Yeah, you're growing every time that you're you're writing something else, trying something else, maybe find something you pick up.
0: It's true. Absolutely.
2: I'm I'm a little curious. So whenever you write a song and then, like, you're done with it, you put it on the shelf or whatever, do you ever, like, go back and play with it and be like, "Uh, maybe if we tweak it like this or is it like – Well, no, I mean, yeah. I think it's –
0: like I said, i I've, 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 it's like been pretty recent that I've kind of talked about like this and I felt this way about it. And like I said, it's like any other instrument or any language or any skill set, the better you get at it, the more fun, you know, you have getting to do it. And the easier it is to say what you're trying to say. And I feel like with a lot of songwriters, and I know with myself especially, like the earlier stuff, you didn't really necessarily say what you were trying to say. You were just trying to put a song together and trying to get it to sound good. You know what I mean? Uh, And so now I think a lot of them are kind of hitting the nail on the head a little closer. And so I'm more prone to go, you know, honestly, let's see if we can't nail that. You know what I mean? Instead of it being like, well, if we didn't finish at this time, you know, I, I wasn't too close to that song anyway, so we'll just, you know, we'll let that one lie. But a lot of them nowadays, I'll go back to them and I'll be like, you know, we were actually onto something with that. And and it helps. I mean, there'll be times where I'll, I'll be in the room uh, with some of these guys over at Seagale and it's like, we'll work seven hours on a song and it's not done. And we're like, we're going to put another seven in on it. And, yeah. and once it's done, then you're like, you know, was that because I mean, some people are like, if it doesn't, if it's not easy, it's not, you know, it doesn't flow. But dude, I, honestly, I'm learning that uh, A lot of these songs, the more you can polish them, you'll get something cool out of there. You know yeah. what I mean? It really does pay off.
1: Let's talk about Seagal. So yeah, saw you got a publishing deal. Yeah, yeah dude, so I can't great. even believe it. Dude. Yeah, it's awesome.
0: Dude, those guys over there, are unreal. Yeah, they've been so supportive, and they've been uh, honestly, it's just like a dream come true with those dudes. I, I it, it's like as far as any any like publishing is concerned, like any when it like when I first got to town, it was like, you know, who would you want to go with? You know yeah. what I mean? And I I mean, like I said, dude, when I first got to town, I I didn't even know if I wanted to sing yet. Right. (laughs) And I was like, well, I'd, you know, probably go with those guys because they're just like this powerhouse independent publisher. Right. They got all these killer songwriters, all these like these guys that are coming out of there, you know. Uh, I always loved Stapleton, and I knew Stapleton was (laughs) there. You know, you didn't know anything about, like, I didn't know anything about publishing, but I was still like, well, I love that dude, and where's he? (laughs) Okay, well, he was there, so, you know. And then just out of nowhere, my buddy J.D. Groover was like, hey, bud, what you doing? Yeah, (laughs) J.D.'s a great guy. Oh, dude. Yeah, he's uh, he's right down from that neck of the woods, too. Yeah.
1: uh, (laughs) Yeah. We... Uh, last time I was – well, maybe two times ago when I was in Nashville, I got to sit down with JD at Seagale yeah and check out the place. And yeah. he walked me around and played me some old Stapleton songs. Right, yeah. <laughs> stuff that no one's ever heard. Or no one's heard for a while, you know, because they have the whole, whole catalog of Stapleton stuff that he did, you know, mm-hmm. before he had his own pub, publishing company. so Yeah, absolutely. Really cool stuff. JD's a great guy. Oh, dude, I love <laughs> him. I love that whole team over there, man. Yeah, super excited for you to be there. I know yeah, that's, dude. That's They're something sometimes people don't understand is how hard sometimes it is to get that publishing deal, you know?
0: Oh, man, it's like a like – like, like I said, it's a miracle that yeah. I had it. You know what I mean? It's not and it's not ever to take away from anybody's skill set because I think right. it's just a lot of a lot of relations and a lot yep. of, you know, um just being in the right place. Yep. Like it always is. And I mean and I like I said, it's it's like such a blessing that I got to, to be involved
2: and, and get in with folks that wanna invest time into you, you know what I mean? Yep,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Uh
2: yeah, so talking about the relationships, so you're torn with muscadine. Yeah. How does that come about? Like do you just meet them and you'll know, become friends with them and they would be like hey you guys cool if i open up or is it more of like you have an agent that works with their agent or
0: well honestly they have just been putting on for me like yeah. that's just like a like heavy just real good friends like when i first so like i said i was on the road drumming with Job mm-hmm. for about six months so i got to town i wasn't doing much besides writing and going down to midtown for the first like six months of me living in nashville and then right about that time uh joe was getting off the road with luke and uh joe was like i, I want to put together a full band and we were hanging out a little bit then i was like well i'm a drummer yeah and ryan was like i can play bass and sing harmonies I and mean, yeah. we do whatever you want and then chris is like yeah i'm playing this pedal steel let's do it <laughs> and so we just like band of brothers that just like had no idea what we were doing and for six months just went wherever and did whatever you know and then uh right about that time um I was kind of thinking like maybe I should try this artist thing. And I yeah. knew that maybe I, I needed to start looking at that. And, uh, one of my buddies, Sam Crabtree, got me in involved with, uh, uh, Matt Wallace, yep. who is now my manager yep. and yep. he's been managing Muscadine for a while. Yep. And I was just can you know, just from the get go, I was like, you know, I, I want to see what this avenue of music looks like, right. you know, what the other side of it, you know? <clears throat> and so I just kind of started hanging around him a bunch and you know, he was, give me advice and all this stuff. And I was like, man, I, you know, if Musk and I needs anything, you know, let me know. And at that time they just added a basis. So before that they were still doing Zoltan, Gary and Charlie. Right. And then they just added a basis right when I was like, you know, you guys mind if, you know, I do anything you need me to do. And they were like, honestly, man, we're playing a, uh, we, we've got a big show where, where Gary went to, went to college down in Mississippi and, uh, uh we went and, uh, it was a huge crowd. There was like 800 people there. Yes. And, uh, yeah, it was huge. And I'd never done it before. Right. I'd never played as Jordan Fletcher before. Right. Okay. Like okay, I would yeah. sang in front of people. Right. I'd done some writers rounds, but I'd never been like, and I didn't tell anybody. <laughs> and so Bradley Jordan, it was, he was a promoter on that yeah. one. And, uh, anyways, that weekend I was selling merch for him driving. And I had, uh, that one, I think another date. And, um, what, what was it? I, it was afterwards, after the show. The next day, we went to lunch and, and caught uh, lunch with Gary and Charlie's parents and everybody. And I was sitting next to uh, Bradley. And Gary's mom, Miss Shirley, was like, so, Jordan, you know, how how you doing? How's everything going? How long have you been doing this? I was like, you know, honestly, I, this is, yesterday was my first time. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Bradley literally was about to put food in his mouth. And he stopped and he looked over at me. And he goes, are you serious? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, man. He's like, dude, good. good thing you didn't tell me because i wouldn't have put you up there i didn't know you know and i was like yeah that's why i didn't tell anybody but good thing i didn't you know sink on that yeah but yeah it was like from then on it was just like those guys have been putting on for me so heavy you know yeah and uh especially with this tour you know i'm I'm on i think almost all of them i think there's like uh two or three that i'm not on
1: we saw you announce some more shows out in pittsburgh and yeah out at uh i think uh the dusty armadillo our thirsty cowboy, one of those. Out dude, yeah, Ohio. we're. I mean, we're all, over, all over the, the place, place yeah. all
0: over these places that I've never been to. You know, yeah. know what I mean?
1: That's awesome. I mean, that's how you build a fan base, man.
0: Yeah, and up. even just being the first of three, there are folks in here that'll like sing the song. Oh, yeah. So I mean, I'm just sitting up there hacking on an acoustic and singing as loud as I can, and people are singing back. So that that feels great, man.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was at the Chicago show last night. I was fortunate enough to to see you play, and yeah. and yeah, you just killed it up there. And dude, they uh, they. One, they I finally
0: got a really good acoustic, so that's working for me. And then the sound guys make you sound good, so <laughs> you got a good sound guy and you got a good acoustic guitar. You know, you really can't screw it day. up. Yeah, <laughs> we have a great voice too. Well, hey, I appreciate that, man. <laughs> yeah,
1: that helps. So let's talk about uh, cuts for albums. So you had the cut with Riley on his EP. Yeah, yeah. Uh, talk about that. Like, uh, how'd you meet Riley, or were you just writing with him when he came to town, or how did that? Yeah, work out?
0: yeah. He was still living down. Um, I think he's living still in Jacksonville. Um, yeah, down yeah. in Alabama. He was still down there. Uh, and he was just touring a lot because he always had a, a great fan base in the Southeast. Yep. Um, and this was probably two year, or a year and a half ago. And it was one of those things, too, where Matt was like, I was just hanging around the office. I was like, man, you need me to do anything? And he was like, hey, you know, Riley Green, you know, he's been doing some stuff in the South. I was like, yeah, I know who Riley Green is. He's like, hey, man, he's going to be up here if you want to see if I can get it right with you and him and I did and I was like yo I was living with Ryan at the time and I was like yo man you want to go write with Riley and he was like absolutely <laughs> and so we wrote probably we wrote I think that was the first one we wrote together we wrote that one and then like three or four more and there was just good chemistry so we yeah. kept doing it um and uh yeah man we've gotten some good songs but yeah that song's been great because uh it's cool to be able to be like, play a song that everybody else knows, like, right. especially if you're in the Southeast yeah. and be like, Hey, I, I did write this even though I didn't put it out. Yeah. And so it's like, that's an even bigger, like bonus to where I can go up and, you know, sing people's songs that you didn't, you know, have anything to do with. And then you sing your own songs and people may not know it. And then if you sing a song that people do know that you happen to have something to do with, right. which is, gives you the street cred right away. Oh, it does. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, right. Especially, I mean, he's, you know, dude's a superstar. He's doing Killing great. Right, yeah, yet. absolutely.
2: Um, do you have any other cuts coming out? or are you not sure um
0: i don't i don't think i have anything uh right now i know i uh gary and i had a cut on uh, drew parker he put something out um uh, yeah. a, f- a few months ago, or six months ago or something like that a song daddy did yeah a great song man That's yeah absolutely. no that was fun yeah, yeah we love and drew too drew's dude great. drew's awesome man he's got a great voice yeah so yeah that was a that was a cool cut and uh ryan's putting something out that we wrote oh yeah he's putting a song out um On his EP? On his EP that we wrote with Riley. Nice. It's called I Know This Bar. It's a cool song. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I know Ryan's been working on the EP with Grady. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. He sent me, uh, like, you know, show up drunk a little bit before it came out, which is Yeah, right. That's a good one. That song's hot. Dude, Dude, it's great. And he played that for us when we did the podcast with him. Yeah. And, uh, and we were like, yeah, that's the one right there. <laughs> no, dude, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a hit it's for sure. It's a cool sure. song. Yeah, it's a, and again, it's like it's fits Ryan, 100. percent Oh know? man, yeah, no joke. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Ryan's the life of the party, man. He sure is, dude. Yeah, let's talk about like so. When you were up in Nashville, you said you were playing some writers' rounds. Yeah. Um, any particular writers' rounds that you were like really into or anything? Dude, like when that?
0: I moved in, Ryan was like, "Bro, you got to go to this spot, Tin Roof. They do the revival." Yeah. And he's like, and you got to know this guy. His name's Big Rob Snyder. He's yep. the biggest guy in the room. Go say <laughs> hey to him. And, uh, you know, see if you can get on the stage. You know yeah. what I mean? And that was the thing. Like, he'd already had a rapport with him and all that. And then, you know, fast forward a few years. And, I mean, I love Rob. Great uh, guy. And uh, he's, uh, he's been putting on for me and, 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 and my buddies and all that. And uh, it's just been awesome because it was like that was like that one and then Whiskey Jam, too. Ward yeah. was a, a big proponent. So it was just kind of like the two different sides. You get the full band and then you also get – in my opinion, one of the best writers' rounds in town. Absolutely. I feel like, you know, the revival is just as far as like pure authentic, like authentic writers' yep. round, like you're going to get what you're looking for. And like
1: you're getting y'all. premium talent there every day. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Just, you know, because they know train everybody. Trainers.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's, it's, it's unreal. So, yeah, that's, that's, those are probably my two favorite that I've gotten to do. And that's the ones that I like honestly did. Like, that's, yeah. that's it. Like, those are my guys. And, and I had a few um, other ones that I do, but it was like, those are the guys that were always like, hey, man, you know, Bringing me back up, even when I, you know, was still trying to figure out if I even wanted to do it. Yeah. Know? So yeah, it was like that whole support system too, you know. And then
1: uh, let's talk about some of your music. So cover song is your most recent single. Yeah. And uh, when that came out, I mean, we talked about it. As yeah, well. yeah. And then, man, the music video—absolutely loved the song—and then the music video is just freaking great, man. Yeah, that just... was
0: that was Matt, Matt and Sam Crabtree. They they thought that one up, and it was just a matter of being like, hey, here's the idea. You want to give it a shot? I was like, well, it's going to be a lot of work, but, you know, (laughs) let's go for it. And so we did. It took about two or three days, and we just got in a truck and, like, went to all these different places, and so we'd we'd get somewhere, go walk around, and go find these small businesses that let us go, you know, first, bring a camera in there, and second, wouldn't mind if I just sang a guitar or sang a song at the top of my lungs, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: (laughs) It's uh it's
0: pretty neat too because like I have a lot of friends
1: that come to me for music or when they right went, like expecting me to give them new music. Yeah. And that was one of the songs that people kept sending me over and over. Really? It was your video cover Sick, song, dude? dude yeah, I love to
0: hear that. Yeah, yeah. it was awesome. So that's it awesome. got
1: it got some like press at least in our circles, you know. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, dude, and that's huge, dude. I I appreciate that y'all have been putting on for me and, and all my buddies so uh, hard, dude. Man. I mean it helps so much, man. The
1: heart and soul of, of Nashville, honestly.
0: Like, well, you know, yeah. I mean that's, that's awesome.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, and then what? The other one, uh, uh, smoke out the window. That's a pretty good one.
0: Oh, dude, that was a cool one. I'm glad that we started out like when we started putting out singles. I'm, I'm glad we started with that one. I think it set kind of a, a, a tone. You know what I mean? That I'm, I'm really happy with, you know, even though it was a year and a half ago when I put it out, yeah. I, I just love that song to death. Ah, uh, fantastic song. I wrote that one with Job Fortner and, and Jeremy Bussey. So, uh, yeah, that was a that was a cool write, and that was a cool, like, the whole process was awesome. And I think it came out, I'm really happy with the way it came out, even though it was early, you know? Oh, I mean? yeah. Um,
1: yeah. I think you recorded that same day in the studio. I think Ryan talked to us about that before, same day Ryan recorded a song
0: uh smoke Something out there. like that maybe not i don't know if we were in the same we i don't think we were in the same uh, studio place. maybe it was a different song I yeah cuz we've been i mean cuz i've i've gone in since and and we've recorded a a handful of songs that we just haven't you know we decided maybe we wouldn't do or we outwrote and we were like well no this one let's put this one out instead kind of deal yeah and so we got a honestly we got a a bunch of songs coming up right now um i'm getting in the studio coming up and doing some pre-production uh we probably got 5 and then there's a but well, honestly, probably about six songs. And uh, honestly, on Tuesday we're gonna go. So Kelsey Kulik, you know that? Oh yeah, absolutely. Kelsey Kulik, yep. unbelievable and songwriter, fantastic unbelievable voice singer. too. Yeah. Yep. You got to be kidding me, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so the first time we wrote together, we wrote a song called "Hurts Like Heaven." Wrote that like three weeks ago. I wrote it, a bit, and it's about losing somebody. The person in the songs, my father. So, okay. um, and it's it's a it's a very sad song. Uh, but dude, she's like. The, the way we're gonna do it I'm gonna go in and we're just gonna do a video of it. we're not gonna release it right now right but um, so we can get some new stuff out and I've been playing it on these shows on the tour um, and, dude, it's just a heartbreaker. It's sad. It even makes me sad, and it's hard to make me sad, by the way. But, yeah, we're going to go on and do just like a live video, uh, just acoustic, me and her singing, and then a pedal steel player. Nice. So, And we're going to do that on Tuesday. So. Um, That's awesome. It should be out soon, man. And
1: then how about uh, Miles to the Moon? That's another one of our favorites. Oh, dude,
0: Miles to the Moon. That one's uh, just about done, honestly. Yeah. So we just got to figure out how and, and when we're going to put it out. Is that going to be the next single? Oh, for sure. Yeah, that one's yeah, great, man. For sure, yeah.
1: It's uh. I mean, every time So I have like certain people that I follow on YouTube that are always at shows down in the South Yeah. and like Christy and some of the oh, yeah. Michelle, like, Dude, they're just awesome. like, uh, I always like look for when they
0: see shows cause I always put up like full songs or mostly full songs. Dude. That's literally honestly how I hear my own stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I kid you not. Cause you don't yeah. know how you sound sometimes. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, Hey, it didn't sound too bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks for putting the whole video up. No, seriously. Yeah. It helps a lot, bro. It's cool.
1: And it's, too like even before i knew those people or knew them like through you know the internet even yeah i knew who they were because i knew that they were always at shows in the south right and here up north we don't get everybody playing the same way right you know? like so you guys are of course always in nashville mm-hmm. and then a lot of times you're in the, the you know the southernmost part of the country southeast yeah and so it was cool for me like that's how i find a lot of music you yeah. know if it's not something that's on spotify yet yeah and you, know, you can search out and, find those people and you'll see when i post acoustic wednesdays a lot of times it's from the same couple people over and over yeah because <laughs> that's the those are the mega fans and that's what we really They're are consistent though dude. Yeah. like
0: we can't dude we can't even come close to doing what we do if we don't have people like that yeah people that want to invest in someone that doesn't exist quote unquote on the the larger scale of this industry even though that may be the goal, it's like you still had to get there somehow. And there are people yep. that start and and stay with you that whole time. And yep. those are the people that literally give you a job. Yeah. Because otherwise, you just—I mean, what are you doing playing for yourself? Yeah. <laughs> Which is fun and all, but that, that you know, it doesn't—it's not a job. Right. So we have the the people that that invest in us like that. That that really means the world because it you know gives us a career.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, well, anything else that you have uh, in terms of like stuff that you want people to follow tell everyone where they can find you on the internet
0: oh yeah man just instagram facebook i'm uh getting a phone call from my sister I say sorry (laughs) uh instagram is uh jordan fletcher music uh facebook is just jordan fletcher um twitter is jordan fletcher tv uh and snapchat is just jordan fletcher so
1: and catch a Jordan on the road with Muscadine Bloodline freaking all, all yeah. winter almost. You'll
0: get to see the camper. Yeah. Check The that Fletch
1: Carlton. <laughs> We just tagged it with a our first raise rowdy sticker we ever gave out to anyone. Yeah, if you <laughs> got it, if you see it and you
0: have a sticker, put it on there. Yeah. Assuming it's not too sketchy of yeah. a sticker. You know
1: what I mean? Yeah, we just tagged it. So man, thanks so much. Yeah, Can't dude. To, thanks for having me guys. Absolutely. Can't wait to see your show tonight. John lucky enough to see back to back, but I only get to see one. So yeah. Thanks yeah. for having me back on the show, man. Yeah, absolutely. So uh thank you guys and uh see you guys on the front row.
0: Thought it was right but I read it wrong Didn't think you would come back And leave again just to lead me on Wouldn't have let you do it If I thought it was going on all along You knew it, you played me like a cover song